This is God's servant Philip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Wow, it's good to be together, all of us, to study God's word. Yes, to see God's people. The left and the right, and uh, you know, it's good to be together. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. God's presence is here. I'm sure that you sensed it during the prayer. The Lord is the Lord is here. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what's in store, Abba, through your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Welcome to those who are joining us online and uh, those that may join us later on when you watch this broadcast. We're doing this Bible study on the Sermon on the Mount. Every Christian should be, a, should be an expert. Every believer, every Christian should be an expert on the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, these scriptures must be uh, hidden in your heart. You must... Um, Constantly memorize, go back to this teaching. Um, the very beginning of this teaching, it says in um, Matthew chapter 5 and verse 1, it says, When Jesus saw the crowds, Matthew chapter 5 and verse 1, it says, When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain after he sat down, his disciples came to him. And verse 2 says, He opened his mouth and began to teach them. Praise the Lord. We need teaching. No matter how long you've been in the faith or how long you've been in a Christian uh, church, long you've been a, even to have the right to be called a Christian, you must be a disciple. Even to have the right to be called a disciple, I mean a Christian, you must be a disciple. Today we are, um, you know, there are so many instant things that surround us. And a lot of us have gotten used to certain um, instant noodles and uh, uh, a bouquet of channels we can switch while the advertisement is going on we switch channels to you know watch something else and we're so there's a lot of uh, very disconnected sort of uh, existence nowadays there's a lot of uh, disconnected sort of existence. We are so, I don't know if the word is pampered or spoilt. We're so spoilt um, that some of us, when you watch a YouTube video or if you're watching a message or listening to an audio of a message, you're probably sending it at 2x speed. Because, uh, you know, we want it all very instantaneous. We've become extremely uh, spoilt. Our attention spans are a, are a joke. I know you're probably wondering, should I be generalizing in this manner? But it is becoming a general problem. So you would understand why I'm generalizing it. Those of you that are watching this, I, I don't know whether you've already, you know, probably you have already skipped forward with, with your mouse to see where the action begins or... Disciples pay attention. 
A disciple pays attention. A disciple is one who has disciplined himself to pay attention. I mean, we've gone through school. We keep repeating that here, but I'd like to repeat it again. We've gone through school and I don't know, we've, we've made it um, one of our PhDs. Every other subject you spend five years doing your PhD, but you've done a PhD for about 12 years of your life on how to not concentrate in class. Every believer is meant to be deep. Every Christian is meant to be deep. As deep as Jesus. And how do we get there? By being at the feet of Christ. Gazing intently upon Jesus. Intently upon Jesus. Paying attention to every word that proceeds out of his mouth. I mean, I should be looking at encyclopedias. If you've had more than one year as a Christian, or let me use Paul as a, as a uh, benchmark. If you've had three and a half years or so as a, as a Christian, you should be encyclopedias on the teachings of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise God. That's why we cannot have enough of Bible study. You cannot have enough of Bible study. Bible study shouldn't be exclusively just a Friday evening exercise. It should be a daily exercise. And I would encourage you to have your own Bible study. Uh, I know that you have your times of meditation. Where you read through your scriptures. You read through the scriptures. You, you meditate for a few moments. I hope that you have some time of the day scheduled for Bible study. Bible study. Everybody say Bible study. Today, if you say Bible study, I think the first thing that pops up into your mind is probably one of the services of the church. And uh, nowadays, scary as it is, even in the schedule of the church, in certain churches, you find it difficult to find Bible study. Now, the question arises, how long is your Bible study? If you were to go by Paul's standard of Bible study, we are talking about all through the night. We have so many excuses. We come up with all these scientific explanations. We say people cannot concentrate beyond, um, what is it now, 10 minutes? Yet the Holy Spirit instructs a man to preach and teach through the night. So much so, one falls asleep. Yeah, you know the incident. It's like God in heaven wanted to underline the fact that you can listen to what you want to listen to. He wanted to underline it for us. Some of us are encyclopedias on what takes in a cricket match. It can be test cricket. Avid followers of test cricket that lasts numerous days. We will sit on that seat. A football match that lasts two hours, we will sit on that seat. We will get irritated. You're probably wondering, is this some personal revelation? Yes, it is. You will get irritated if people disturb you. Because you're paying attention to every sway of each boot. So can you pay attention? Can you pay attention? Let me set you free. Can you pay attention? Yes, you can pay attention to what you want to praise the Lord 
So let me repeat something the Holy Spirit was ministering through us during the time of prayer. And uh, it is of utmost importance that we pay close attention. And that we are on a constant quest to increase, yes, our knowledge of the Word of God. Praise God. I hope today you spend an hour studying the Word of God. I can see a few heads bobbing up and down. The rest of you are not bobbing your heads in any direction. Some of you are so still, it's like, you didn't see me. Don't look at me. Don't, don't, you didn't see me. Spend time studying the Bible. The Lord reminded me this evening as we were praying and uh, just before that as well, the Lord was impressing me on a scripture that uh, we need to just take a detour and consider before we go back into the Sermon on the Mount. You must study the Bible. You must study the Bible. Set aside time, if not daily, every other day. Set aside time to study the Bible. And as a Bible teacher, I'm so tempted to give you, you know, the other day someone was, uh, so, someone was sharing with me that companies are now considering having a, um, a camera in the living room of every employee because of work from home. So companies, big companies are uh, debating whether they should put a camera, yes, that's connected to their servers to... To monitor you whether you are truly working from home because I'm tempted now to you know there's that temptation lurking that I could place the camera in your living rooms and observe whether you are studying the Bible I'm sure if the Lord tarries in coming in some future church this is a possibility I know your pastor is probably it sounds like a good idea especially for my team Especially for my team. <laughs> you know, I remember there was a time uh, early on in ministry that we were working um, with the church and um, you would not get the money for provisions if you did not read 10 chapters of the Bible. So you'd have to, when you uh, go up for the provision money, to pick up the provision money, you have to tell the commander-in-chief um, that you have read 10 chapters every day. I mean, go for it, especially Paul, and just, just, just go for it. <laughs> and the rest of them, it'd be great, it's a great exercise. Study your Bibles, study the Word of God. Oh, the, the results are, I cannot explain what kind of results will take place. You will see miracles happen. You will see miracles happen. I mean, I testify this week. I, uh, in my Bible study that I did this week, I encountered a passage of scripture and I was fascinating revelation just happened to me. And the next day, the Lord illustrated it. See, that's the thing about uh, doing Bible study. The Lord will start illustrating things. Many of you are not experiencing these things because you're not studying the word of God. You're not seeking God concerning uh, these matters that are found in scripture. Because when you seek God, you will find him. If you want miracles of healing to take place, study the Bible about healings. Study the Bible about healings. Praise the Lord. 
Study the Bible. Study, 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 pursue. Pursue the Lord in the word of God. You know what, Lord, teach me, teach me about, he, about healing and, and uh, these matters. Study the word of God. And you know what? The Lord will illustrate. So this week I, I had a, you know, fantastic illustration. It was such an incredible illustration. I was speechless. I was speechless at how the Lord, um, you know, he, um, it's like you've done the study and at the end of it, he did the conclusion. He took me out on a, on a field trip. He took me on a field trip. It was, it was uh, mind boggling. I know you desperately want to know what it was. I'm desperately thinking of telling you what it was. But I may not. <laughs> so, the passage I want you to turn to is um, found in Luke chapter 16. Luke chapter 16. Are you all familiar with this passage? Luke 16. Do you know what transpires in Luke 16 verses 1 to 13, the first section? Have you heard of the unrighteous manager? Have you heard of the unrighteous manager? Many of you are quickly going through the... Let me just, you know, refresh my memory. Yes, this is about the unrighteous manager. And uh, this, is, this passage has put a lot of uh, questions in the question box. A lot of people have come out of... Come from this passage with a lot of questions. And uh, this week I was blessed to have somebody ask me this question. Praise God. Because it led to the revelation that led to the miracle. Praise God. Hallelujah. Imagine questions lead to miracles. Questions lead to miracles. And um, it says um, in verse 1, Okay, Luke 16, verse 1, it says, Now he was also saying to the, to whom? To the disciples. Jesus spent most of his time investing in the disciples. You know how, uh, you know how you're always, you're bursting to speak to somebody, one particular person in your life? You can't get, wait to get home and just share everything that, that has transpired or that you're thinking about or you, you love speaking to this person. Uh, you, you love investing in this person, conversing with this person. That is how Jesus feels about you. That's how Jesus feels about you. It, it, it says that Jesus was teaching his disciples. Hallelujah. Now he was also saying to the disciples, there was a, I'm going to read the story, yeah, and uh, take breaks wherever required. I want to focus on one particular uh, section of it and uh, then go into the Sermon on the Mount. Okay, now he was also speaking to the disciples, there was a rich man who had a manager. This manager was reported to him as squandering his possessions. So quickly, uh, so you understand what this manager um, deal is. Uh, in those times and in those in those places, it was normal for a rich man, a person with many possessions, um, large amounts of land to appoint a manager. And um, 
this manager would not only be see his uh, his um, the skill that was required of him is to manage the resources of the rich man that the rich man gets the best deal for all that he has gets the best deal on everything he wants to buy or sell is that clear okay that's the manager we are talking about and um, he called in verse 2 the rich man called his manager and said to him what is this i hear about you give an accounting of your management for you can no longer be manager so this manager did a terrible job of managing the wealth and the acquisitions of the of the rich man and he was left without a job in verse 2 in verse 3 it says the manager said to himself what shall i do brady say what shall i do say what shall i do say what shall i do you know this is a i told you questions lead to miracles this is a question we need to on a day on a daily basis we is something we need to ask salvation has happened when people have said what shall i do what shall i miracles took place when people asked what shall i do miracles will take place when michael asks for himself what shall i do i was ministering to somebody this week and i said ask the lord what shall i do what shall i do what shall i do since my master is taking the management away from me i am not strong enough to dig if you can't understand that try digging i am not strong enough to dig i don't know if we will last you know just a couple of those attempts to try and dig maybe some of you will but what shall i do since my manager is taking the management away from me i am not strong enough to dig i am ashamed to beg i know what i shall do so that when i am removed from the management people will welcome me into their homes i know what i shall do verse 5 says he summoned each one of the master's debtors and he began saying to the first how much do you owe my master verse 6 says he said a hundred measures of oil he said take your bill sit down quickly and write 50 then he said to another how much do you owe and he said a hundred measures of wheat he said to him take your bill and write 80 so what is transpiring here many people think that he is cheating the master many people think that this manager is cheating the master now he's done all that before what he is doing right now is as it is his job is kaput his job is i mean the the sword is at his neck okay so in this section he is not cheating his master he is either putting from his own pocket the percentage that he is releasing you understand if you understood you have to say yes is either putting from his own pocket when he gives the accounts to the master he is putting either putting from his own pocket or this was the percentage he was taking as his profit so either one did you get that yes okay he is being very shrewd yes very shrewd and then it says in uh, verse 8 and uh, this is one of the reasons you realize that he was not cheating his master because his master has something to say about him verse 8 and his master praised 
Hey? I mean, when's the last time you saw master praise somebody for, you know, hey, great job cheating me, man. I mean, what a cheat. I mean, just, I really love the way you cheat me. No, that's not, what, that's not what's happening here. His master praised the unrighteous manager because he had acted because of his shrewdness. Maybe he saw a little bit of himself. Yes, his early days. Maybe he saw a little bit of himself in this manager. But now, Jesus says something that should stop us in our tracks. Jesus says something that should stop every disciple in his tracks. It must cause every Christian to raise their eyebrows, to, to feel a sense of shock. For this is written to shock. In verse 8 it says, his master, this was spoken to shock. The Holy Spirit wants to shock you this evening. He wants to shock you. His master praised the unrighteous manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the sons of this age, for the sons of this age are more shrewd in relation to their own kind than the sons of. Wow. The sons of this age are more shrewd in relation to their own kind, their own life. They are more shrewd than the sons of light. Now I have a question for you. There are two ways to operate in this world. Tell me two ways to operate. Say the, say the line, two ways to operate. There is two ways to operate in this world. One is... As a son of this age. And the other is, say it out loud, as a son of lights. Boy, have we got this messed up. I mean, if the Lord were to, to confront his church today, hmm, we have become experts at being experts at this age. You're probably thinking, what did he just say? We send our children to school telling them that this is the most important thing you'll ever do in your life. What? What? Huh? What does the schools produce? I mean, your six years, you are studying Farm D. And the other 12 years studying in CBSE. What does it produce? What does it desire to produce? The unrighteous manager. What does it desire to produce? Sons of this? Sons of this? What will all the Netflix and the... Um, all the Netflix and the BBCs and the CNNs and the... And the... Help me out. And the HBOs and the... Come on, you're more familiar. Tell me, come on. And the FB, Facebook. And the Facebooks. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there's a channel FB. <laughs> I was wondering which one is that. 
uh, and the fashion TV and the, don't know fashion TV? The secular music of this world and the, huh? Ah, the Asianet news. What is it all going to produce? And your CBSE and your ICSE and your MG University and your, what is it going to produce? So you've already spent and I'm, you know, I'm looking at this, there are only a few of you that have, you know, little children that have not gone through this entire process, but you are all experts in being sons of this age. And what do they do in school? They put you with more sons of this age. And who teaches you? Experts in being sons of this age. Church, are you getting this? Your mind is filled with this age. Your mind is filled with this age. Praise the Lord. Are you getting this church? Are you getting this church? Your mind is filled with this age. And in this age, a lot of us are, you know, running circles with the question of what shall I do in this age? Some of you are sweating buckets about this age. Are you not? You're sweating buckets about this age. This age is like the nine months in the womb. Let me repeat it. Help. Lord, reveal it to us. This age is like nine months in the womb. Your real life is only coming. Glory, glory to God. Your real life is only coming. Let me, I, I need this to, for us to snap out of this, you know, the, the, these, these chains that we carry around, these chains in our minds, these wasted, uh, uh, you know, we waste so much of our time with the what shall we do about this age. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is just the introduction to the book. If you're getting this, praise God. If there is a crowd of people that should be hop, skipping and jumping when they hear these things, it's the church of Jesus Christ. Of course, unless you're investing only in this age, then maybe, you know, this is not... This is not the kind of stocks you want to hear about. That's right. If we have hoped only for this life, we are of all men to be. It's a pitiable, it is a horrible condition. Look at Jesus make this statement. It is a prophetic statement. It is a, it is a, a, a statement where he surgically reveals what is our problem. Sons of light. For the sons of this age are more shrewd in relation to their own kind. Their own definitions. Their own, yeah, ambitions. They are more shrewd. They are like, you know, what shall we do? And uh, my dear Christian. My dear Christian, have you, have you had the revelation that if you seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, that all these things shall follow you? No, praise the Lord for that. Praise the Lord. If you set your eyes on the next age, God will take care of you in this age. 
Sons of lights. Sons of lights. Sons of lights. What shall I do? Lord, what shall I do? Wake up in the morning. What shall I do, Lord? To ensure that in thy sight, that in thy sight I get a commendation. That in thy sight I get a commendation. That you are wise. That you are wise in the eyes of heaven. The manager's planning and his efforts for his own personal ends. Look at his extreme efforts. What was his plan? His plan was that he would do these things for those who had debts. That when he's thrown out of the house that was given to him. Because he was working for the rich man. When he's thrown out from there. He can, he can approach these people and he would experience goodness from them. It was an investment in this. In this life. The manager's planning in his efforts. His efforts. Everybody say efforts. Praise God. Say efforts. Say efforts. Those of you watching us at home, say efforts. This man and his efforts, his, his sharpness, he quickly rose to, to what shall I do? It, it moved him. It moved him. The manager's planning and his efforts for his own personal ends put to shame the awareness and perseverance of the sons of light. That's what Jesus is saying. Today we are so fascinated by the sons of this age and their discussions and their ideas. We are so fascinated. When as sons of light, we must be conversing with each other. We should be encouraging each other. We should be sharing the mysteries of the kingdom. We should be sharing the word of God. I mean, you should see the excitement the sons of this age have coming together and having a conference about how they can make more money. Is, does that sound like a conference you'd like to go for? Or are you sons of light? For whom? For whom? The storehouses of heaven are open. Who today has a need that no bank can fulfill. That no, yes, no bank knows about. Has a need that nobody knows about, but only God knows. And tomorrow it comes. Praise the Lord. Praise God that today I was considering what to do about the taxes and tomorrow the fish brings, yes, probably got it from Caesar's pocket only. I'm so excited to know about that, that fish's story. I'm sure there's a, there's a mighty story <laughs> to that fish. <laughs> it's probably from Caesar's, <laughs> Caesar's personal collection only. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Then verse 9, let's look at verse 9. Praise God, this is getting exciting. Are you excited? Yes. Are you excited? Yes. It says uh, in verse 9, I say to you, make friends for yourselves by means of the wealth of unrighteousness, so that when it fails, they will receive you into the eternal. Whew, that's a lot to chew on. I mean, I don't know any Christian that has read this passage and not found themselves, you know, you know how, do, how do you skate on this one? I mean, right after verse 8, Jesus has a, he has a way of, um, he draws you in and he wants you to study. 
Praise the Lord. Jesus wants you to study his words. Jesus wants you to sit down and pray. Lord, reveal this to me. The Lord wants you to sit down and pray. Lord, reveal this to me. Go to the teachings of Christ. Sit at his feet and say, Lord, reveal this to me. Because that's how he's constructed this. At one, he is saying that the sons of this age are more shrewd than the sons of light. And then he says in verse 9, I say to you, make friends for yourself by means of the wealth of unrighteousness. So that when it fails, eh, they will receive you into the eternal dwellings. I love the way Jesus teaches. Praise God. I love the way he teaches. He says so much in a few lines. It's just incredible. I said you make friends for yourselves by means of the wealth of unrighteousness. What is the wealth of unrighteousness? Reserve Bank of India. What is the wealth of unrighteousness? Huh? Somebody said it. Or did I just hear that? What is the wealth of unrighteousness? No, no. That's right, you're printing it. Money. Money is a requisite of the fall. Money came into being because man fell. I don't know, some, you know, we've taken, you know, money has taken such a place in our uh, system of thinking that we cannot even imagine a life without money. Some of you have these shocked expressions. Or oh, you're processing it. I believe you're processing it. Money is a byproduct of the fall of man. That is why it's called the wealth of unrighteousness. So I love what one Bible study um, teacher, he put it like this, that as long as there is money being in the transactions, we are still, yes, we are still in the fallen system. When Jesus comes, he will do away with money. No praise God for that. When, when Jesus comes, he will do away with money. No reserve bank, it's all finished. Over halas. <laughs> All these systems and their, you know, OTPs and they're <laughs> all finished. No praise God for that. I'm frustrated with OTPs. <laughs> I mean, uh, next thing you know, you want to go to the bathroom, you'll need one OTP. Process it. It might just happen. You're not so, you're not convinced? I, I'm thinking that's what's going to happen. Yes. You need to prove that you are who you say you are before you get into the bathroom. You're laughing, you're smiling, and some of you don't know why, whether to laugh, cry, I don't know. But that's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy world. And uh, this whole system is a, is a system of unrighteousness. And um, it says, by means of the wealth of unrighteousness, so that when it fails, they will receive you into eternal dwellings. Oh, I love this scripture. Praise God. I love this scripture. This is so exciting. That money in your wallet, in your bank, Use it in such a way that it has eternal consequences. Glory. Try the Lord on this. Test the Lord on this. Decide that what comes in this wealth of unrighteousness, make it do stuff that has eternal consequences. Somebody praise God. Disciples of Jesus, praise God. Praise the Lord. Whew. I love the scripture. 
so that when it fails what does it mean when it fails when does money fail jesus comes back somebody said that somebody said something jesus comes back correct but there's another um, uh, equation that's been going on since the fall yeah okay the crash definitely that as well but there is something that happens to every man where money fails that's right the wages of sin is death and that is something no money money fails you try throwing money at death's face egypt tried it try throwing your mobile phones and your technology on death's face egypt tried it so when jesus says the wealth of unrighteousness will fail to deliver from death yet the sons of light have such a privileged position that wealth of unrighteousness comes to them and is invested back into eternal purposes and then at the at the gates of heaven you will see the results praise the lord praise the lord there'll be effects here and there'll be effects there praise god so if you feel like the money in your wallet right now is taking wings and flying into the offertory bag let it be so don't be a son of this age don't be a son of this age don't be a son of this age i have to repeat it because i know the thoughts are coming this is all teachings of this age the rich young ruler sell everything and follow me because if he sold everything and came to jesus he would have got everything no praise god so this one church praise god say praise god you know i want you as a church your pastor desires it and i i god desires it say praise god say praise god i don't know what the stigma is with this praise god there should be no stigma attached to it praise god belongs to the angels it doesn't belong to any sect of christianity it belongs to the angels is heavenly language so somebody say praise god don't be ashamed to echo heaven then heaven will not be ashamed to echo you don't be ashamed you know say it out get your mouth used to saying praise god say praise god say praise the lord let me let these walls reverberate with your praise the lord say praise the lord sons of light sons of light thank you jesus then verse 10 and 11 let me share this this revelation that ministered to me and produced such an incredible fruit oh i even even when i mentioned what in this manner it is so verse 10 you guys ready for this are you guys ready for this i mean if you're being so frank you can also say no i'm not ready for it but i'm i'm going to try pastor yes i'm going to try <laughs> praise the lord praise the lord hallelujah verse 10 he was faithful in 
Are you getting it? I can see a smile, so I don't know if you got it. I saw a smile at the back. I saw a smile on the pastor. Okay. I want to see a smile on Lito's face. I, I want to see a smile on your face. If you're getting it, Gabby hasn't got it yet. She'll get it soon. Verse 10, it says, he, Jesus is saying, he who is faithful in, oh, what, what, what? Come on, Royce, say this in, a very thing. What is this very little thing? It's a revelation. Let it, let it come upon you. It should make you break into a song and dance. What is this very little thing? What is it? What is it? Ken, what is it? What? What is it? He was faithful in a very little... Look at it, he's very specific. I, I mean, I never knew he said it so specific. A very... Huh? Isn't this the biggest thing in, the, in this life? For many of us, I don't know. I, have you got to this place that this has become a very little thing? Huh? Isn't this the biggest thing? My daughter is going through the pains in her head. You know, there's that, she, she's expressing that whole, Oh, what's going on, man? This is, you know, this is... But that's exactly what should happen. Because all your life you've been hearing as the sons of this age, this is the biggest thing. Money makes the world. Kundam. Money makes the world go round. Yeah, right. He was faithful in a very... Today I'm going to make you repeat this till we close, I think. <laughs> a very, you know, I say it, very little thing. I can't see your lips moving for a moment. <laughs> yes, Royce, where are you, man? I need to hear you say this. What are we talking about? Oh, Benoit, what are we talking about? Uh, Anil, what are we talking about? What is money? I can't hear you. Very? Glory. You, you sense the worship arising inside you? Because mammon is being destroyed. Praise the Lord. Glory. There's a spiritual warfare right now. It's taking place in your house. It's taking place in your mind. You are being delivered from being a son of this age to being a son of light. Praise the Lord. You're a son of light. You're a son of light. Let us start defining ourselves the way Jesus defines. Let's define things in our life the way Jesus defines it. Paisir. I don't know what Malayalam translation will say. I'm not sure, but a very little thing. Very little thing. Money. Very little thing. Next time you both have a conversation about money, you know, try it out. You know, tell your wife, why are we talking about this very little thing? The way Jesus has constructed this. Very little thing. Is your mind being set free? So has a huge burden lifted off your head? Because Jesus said it. I didn't say it. Jesus said it. He who is faithful, he who is faithful in a very little thing, is faithful also in, he who is unrighteous in a very little thing, is unrighteous also in, much. Praise the Lord. Volumes the Holy Spirit is releasing upon you. 
take that money and use it for that which Christ calls much. Stop living your life for this very little thing. Don't let it be the, the number one burden in your life. Let the only burden and the angst in you to be pleasing to Jesus in the much things. Praise God. I know that you have seen this in one way. Yeah. But I want you to see it in this way as well. When you connect the dots, you realize Jesus is teaching us. Send the money. Yes. Very, you know, but just when you, you know, taking that out to give... And, uh, you know, how do you give? Huh? How do you give? How do you give? What does the Bible say? Cheerfully. Praise God. If I came to any of your homes and asked you for a glass of water, you will give it to me? Will any of you? How many of you? Any of you will react like that? How many of you? Any of you will react like that. If you react like that, my goodness, you, you need to be born again. <laughs> I mean, you got serious issues. Uh, I suddenly realized there may be something. <laughs> if I came to you at midnight and asked you for some water, I don't think you'll have too much of a problem. I'm talking about me, not... <laughs> yeah. If I, if I have that kind of good reputation with you. Glass of water. Correct? Because we consider it. If I came home and I said, I want biryani. I'm on the other day. I'm breaking into Malayalam a lot. Yes. Money. So now let's apply that to the money in our pockets. Let it flow like water. Turn to the person next to you and say, let it flow like water. And what is the thing about water? You know, interesting ana analogy we've used today is that it is God who supplies water. Huh? It's God who supplies water. That's why it is, a, you know, in one sense, a very little thing. It's, a, it's there in, in such quantity. That's why he speaks about money and, and these resources. When you start to understand, oh my, let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow to the right places. Huh? Yeah. I'm not talking about, oh, and now let, us, you know, let it flow to Netflix. No, 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 no. Let it, let it flow to some, you know, flow in righteous manner. You know, empty your wallet every Sunday. Pastors, yes, yes. <laughs> and I know he means it, yes. yes. Empty your wallet every Sunday. Set aside money to give those who are poor. Set aside money. Set it aside. Set aside money to give to those who are poor. Set it aside. Whether it's 10 rupees, 5 rupees, collect them. Keep it with you. Whether it's in your car, whether it's in your house. That when the needy come, give. Give. Praise the Lord. God loves a... How can you be cheerful about giving money when you start to understand? It's a very little. 
come on praise the lord the problem is you know we are you know we are, there's too many strings attached to money we as believers you know too many strings we are we are so it's like when we give money it's like we surgically removed our heart those are things you need to examine you need to examine for yourself it's not for anybody else to judge you it is for you to judge yourself am i a cheerful giver if i'm not a cheerful giver praise god then this is not the this is not where jesus wants it to be hmm so sons of light sons of light praise the lord sons of light yes sons of light it says he who is faithful in very little thing is faithful also in much he who is unrighteous in very little thing <laughs> is unright is unrighteous also in much therefore if you have if you have not been faithful in the use of unrighteous wealth so jesus explains it also what this very little thing is double emphasis in case you know we miss it because the last part of my life i missed it I, I, i never knew jesus called money a very little thing and then he make sure that you understand in verse 11 therefore say therefore. therefore say therefore, therefore. raise god oh jesus jesus the currency of heaven jesus the currency of heaven you know it's like how dollar looks at rupee ha how many of you wish to have dollars in the place of rupee don't lift your hands it's okay hmm or koiti dinars huh Weighty dinars. Jesus, the currency of heaven, looks at the currency of the earth of unrighteous man very little. Be rich in the currency of heaven. Yes, true riches. Be rich in the currency of heaven. Praise God. Be rich in the currency of heaven. It says, um, verse 11 says, Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the use of unrighteous wealth, who will entrust you sitting here is worth more than all the money in all the banks on the earth. You having opened your Bible and read this scripture, Therefore, if you have been faithful in the use of unrighteous wealth, who will entrust the true riches? Say true riches. Praise God. Sermon on the Mount is about true riches. The Lord wants to make millionaires out of you. Billionaires. The Lord wants to make billionaires out of you. The Lord wants to make billionaires out of you. In true riches. You know, we, we, I think we should change our entire language of how we speak as a, as a Christian. You know, let's not, uh, let's not, uh, uh, I mean, I'm talking about radical um, redefinition. So we get it. No longer do we call Bill Gates, that guy is a rich guy. We talk, we talk about Pastor Dilip and we say, he's rich. No amens? We talk about that pastor down the road, he's rich. You see a pastor walking by. Whew. Rich dude. You see a servant of God in whatever capacity worshiping God, 
playing drums for free. Rich dude. Playing keyboards. Producing music. Producing music. Freely you have received. So not very popular scriptures now, is it? I, I think, I don't know, we, are we, think freely you have received? Freely? True riches. Is anyone getting it in the house? Is anyone getting it in the house? Is anyone getting it in the house? If you can cook, cook and call people and just give. If you can dance, dance and lift up the name of Jesus. Just minister, minister, give, give, give. True riches. True riches. True riches. So start with your money. That's what Jesus is saying. Start with your money. Everybody say it loudly. Start with your money. Start with your money. See, I, I made it comfortable for you. I said, start with your money. So say it again. Start with your money. Let's start with my money. Not everybody said that. Come on, let's shift gear. Let us shift gear and start. Yes, whatever skills we have, let us invest it. That Jesus, the currency of heaven will say, well done, good and faithful servant. True riches. You know, you come out of school or college and uh, one of the first things that is um, a, a requirement of you is to have a is to have a what did you what, what uh, Gabby said something what she say I, I'm really interested I'm a father so I'm interested what she say is to have a two ah, good marks in the certificate but she she has come to me and she has spoken about acha hmm? Acha, how, how, do, how do you get a credit card? How old should you be to have a credit card? Um, uh, for my son, he started very early. For him, yeah, it's like the same thing with Dami. He thinks the ATM is basically, you know, free money. I mean, his, his logic is, Acha, just go to the ATM and take money. Mm, so one of the first things you do after college or basically even into college, one of the things that are required of you is to have a bank account. Do you know all of you when you were born again, you started a bank account? Ah, we have all our Aadhaar card and our election ID card and our PAN card. You PAN card? You know, PAN card and your... And, uh, and your your passport, you have all these things oh, in the most secure place in your house. I hope so. That's a good thing. Hmm? But you got some certificates and some accounts were open when you got born again. The Lord is building something there with what you're sending up. Praise God. Yes, if you send straw because you are spending all your time being a exemplary son of this age 
EMI is going on. Installment in true riches. True riches. Praise the Lord. True riches. You know, some billionaires are sitting here. Ken, you're a billionaire. I think he said, I know. With my lip reading skills. <laughs> Paul, you're a billionaire. Sons of light. Praise God. Treason. You're a millionaire. King. You're a millionaire in true riches. Go to sleep. You know, go to sleep. When you lie down today, don't go to sleep like a has-been, could-be. Go to sleep knowing, oh, glory to God. True riches. True riches. Let those true riches, those heavenly riches, if you've been investing, your times of Bible study. Oh, I spent time with the Lord today. Today, you know, we're running Helter and Skelter. How to make? How to make? Study your Bible, you'll make money. Spend time with the Holy Spirit. All that you need for this life and true riches will fall upon you. Pressed down, shaken together and running over. What shall I do? What shall I do? This evening, yes, what shall I do? What shall I do? If that is a question that's been haunting you, I mean, this is, uh, you know, this is incredible how God is speaking. What shall I do? What shall I do? The answer is true riches. True riches in the eyes of heaven. Praise the Lord. Let us, let us pursue the scriptures. Let us pursue the scriptures. See, when we do this Bible study, I, I want to encourage those that are watching uh, from your homes. And if you are very disciplined in how you're doing the Bible study, praise God. But if you're not being disciplined in it, you know, frankly, we should have our own personal Bible studies. Yet this corporate Bible study as well will yield great results. I encourage you that if the online platform, you know, you're distracted, I encourage you, come. Come to church. Find a place they're doing Bible study. Sit and study the word of God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. How to be faithful with money. How to be faithful with money. I want all of you to start. Uh, for some reason, the Lord has uh, brought... Yes, brought us to this place. So, how to be faithful with money. If you had been a Jew under the law, you would have been required to give 10%. The law, say the law. The law required 10% of all your fruit. That is, if you had been a... If you had been a Jew, the law would require 10%. As a Christian under grace... You surely, you surely do not want to give less than a Jew. I love the way this Bible teacher put this. I've never heard it said like this. 
as a christian under grace you surely do not want to give less than a jew under the law praise the lord hold lightly to money don't let all your teeth marks be on money don't let your heart be holding what's it in arabic flows 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 hold lightly to money don't let the systems of this world define you give liberally hallelujah give liberally give liberally give everything you have praise god give liberally hold lightly to money give liberally without strings in the love of god without strings don't think too much don't 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 know just let be led by the holy spirit and uh, you know give 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 who's the greatest giver who's the greatest giver god is the greatest giver he, he, he sends rain on the righteous and the he sends a harvest on the righteous and the you sit down and consider how he gives let us try to reflect him let us try to reflect him if you become disciplined with your money it leads to discipline in many other parts Yes, if you become disciplined in the area of money, in the way God requires you to be disciplined about it, many other parts of your life start to fall in place. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You cannot be a lover of God and a lover of money at the same time. You cannot serve two masters, that's right. Praise the Lord. The world admires the man who does well for himself. Yeah, you pass by that house, uh, that mansion, and we also appreciate it, don't we? Oh, cola. I mean, today, uh, I think it was a Porsche or a Lamborghini that passed by me while I was driving. I was the only one who noticed. The other, other two, um, you know, in the car was not even bothered. So I don't know who's in a better place. So we need to, uh, uh, you know, all our admiration, things that we place before us as we admire. Oh, to be like Sheikh Ibn, you know. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Let us be like Jesus. Foxes have holes. Let's be like Jesus. Who do you admire? You know what to say right now. The world admires the man who does well for himself. The world admires him who becomes wealthy and can, can live in a beautiful mansion. I am not saying that a beautiful mansion is not in your, yes, in the books for you. May, it, may all of you have beautiful mansions here. But I am extremely concerned that you have beautiful mansions there as well. Somebody say amen. So the world admires all these things, these worldly achievements and how, what shall I do for this life? But we should be consumed with what shall I do? What shall I do to receive the appreciation of heaven? Praise God. Praise God. Study your Bible. 
study your Bible, if possible, daily. If possible, I shouldn't even be saying if possible, daily. Study the word of God daily. So I want to share this testimony with you. That as the Lord ministered to me in this Bible study of, of doing this passage of scripture, where he said money is a very little thing. And uh, just before that study, I had uh, spoken to the Lord and uh, uh, spoken about a large sum in my, in my opinion. Yes, a certain amount of money that I required for certain reasons to get through a certain period. <laughs> and the Lord ministered, very little thing. Ha, Hidamadiyo. Hidamadiyo. And the miracle happened. The miracle happened. It, I'm telling you, it was dropped from heaven. No praise gods? Hey. Study the Bible. Things will drop from heaven. You know, there, there are so many things that we have in our head. Yes, it will drop from heaven. Where did manna come from? What do the nations eat for their health and healing? It's from the tree of life. It's from the tree of life. Praise God. Praise God. Start living like sons of lights. Start living like sons of lights. Praise the Lord. Do your Bible studies. You know, the reason I want, um, that, that I want to connect this with what we are doing, I'm not going to go into it. Uh, we will go into it. Uh, I want you to understand, Bible study releases the, the wealth and uh, provision of heaven. Sitting at the feet of Jesus releases miracles. The dead shall be raised. The dead shall be raised. Thousands shall be fed. Prophecy. Thousands shall be fed. Sit at the feet of Jesus. It's coming. It's coming. Praise the Lord. Invest. Invest in true riches. Become rich in the Jesus currency. Everybody say Jesus currency. Become rich in the Jesus currency. And uh, the Beatitudes and, the, and, and what we are studying is what enables us to become rich in Jesus currency. You want to be rich in Jesus currency? You know, there's so much talk about, uh, what is it called? Bit, what is it? What's that thing called? The, the Huh? Ah, Bitcoin. And that's the term for it, right? Ah, cryptocurrency is such a buzz. Have you, you know, some years back, I think it was some five years ago, I'll share the story. I had the shock of my life. You know, I was hearing so much about cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency. I thought, what the heck is this? I got to find out. So I had a few, you know, couple of thousand rupees in my, in my account. And I thought, okay, let me get some cryptocurrency. And I went and found out, Do you know how much a cryptocurrency's value is right now? I mean, this evening, I don't know what, what kind of values are placed on cryptocurrency. Invest in Jesus' currency. There's a cryptocurrency that is unlocked by being born again. The price is paid. You don't need the thousands in the account. This, this one, the price is paid. And access. Become rich in Jesus' currency. 
Praise the Lord. Become rich in Jesus' currency. You know, study the word of God. Transform. Say transform. Allow the Holy Spirit to change you. Yes. And the favor of heaven will gravitate towards you. The favor of heaven. That's what we need to live on. The favor of heaven will gravitate towards you. Praise the Lord. Let's, let's pray. Father, we thank you for these scriptures. Lord, this incredible teaching. And we pay, pay heed this evening. We pay heed to the warning that Jesus, you gave us. Lord, we allow the Holy Spirit to examine us this evening. We allow the Holy Spirit to examine us this evening. Convict us, Lord. Convict us. Let the Holy Spirit convict you. Those of you that are at home or watching us later as well, let the Holy Spirit convict you. Are you an expert in being a son of this age? Is your time and your efforts focused on this age? Or are you living as a son of light? Be shrewd about the operation of the kingdom of God. Be wise and discerning about the operating of the kingdom of God. Don't keep your feet, the Holy Spirit is speaking, don't keep your feet in two boats. Operate under one master. The Lord says, operate under one master. Don't keep your feet and your mind. It will just divide. It will just cause depression. It will cause, uh, it will reduce your faith. Rather, follow Jesus. Set your eyes on Jesus. Set your eyes on Jesus. He'll never disappoint you. The Lord is saying, I will never disappoint you. I will provide for you here and I will, I will make you rich with true riches, with joy that knows no limits, with a peace that passes understanding. You will breeze through this life as you walk by faith. As you walk by faith. Amen. You will be an overcomer. You will be an overcomer. Lord, fill us, fill us, Lord, with Jesus' currency. Fill us with Jesus' currency. Lord, that which pleases heaven. Lord, let us take money and place it where it's supposed to be. Lord, a very little thing in which we will be faithful in causing it to have eternal consequences. That we will bless those around us. We will find avenues and methods to give. The Lord is going to prosper you. That you may give. Receive it. The Lord is speaking. Speaking to you. Yes, you. The Lord is speaking to you. I will prosper you. To build the kingdom of God. I will prosper you to build the kingdom of God. Thank you, Jesus. Don't waste your energies. Yes, on this very little thing. Don't waste your energies in that. Keep it in its place. Thank you, Jesus. If God be for us, money cannot be against us. If God be for us, money cannot be against us. Amen. Church, say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Study your, the, the Lord is, um, um, is um, there's this vision of, of you studying the word of God and uh, miracles are taking place. Provision is being released on your life. Study the word of God. Take this very seriously. This is the Spirit of God. Study the Word. 
And for those of you that are studying, God is encouraging you to, to persevere. Study. It is yielding great results. It will yield great results. The Lord is saying, I have chosen you. I have chosen you. Do not be lost in the books of this world. I have chosen you. Do not be lost in the books of this world or in the knowledge of this age. Come up to a higher place. Come up to a higher place. Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. And I shall add all these things. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord, church. Praise God. God has a good word over us. Amen. You receive that good word. There's going to be tremendous uh, results. Because it's the Holy Spirit. There's going to be tremendous results. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hello, this is Nisha Dilakoshi. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.